0: We're back. Episode two, uh, live on YouTube. Thanks to whoever's here and whoever will watch again after this live stream is over. Uh, today our resident draft guru, uncle Sam has his definitive consensus guarantee first round mock draft. Uh, we're calling it mock draft 1.0. Um, it's probably going to be the only one. That we get in before the draft because the draft's ten days away, so we have a lot of interesting stuff that's that's going to happen with this whole deal. Absolutely. So we are going to um, break down all thirty-two picks of the first round uh, at a pretty rapid rate, just to get everybody in there. Um, and we're going to have, we already have some differing opinions. Uh, I can say, can you please lose the the measuring tape today? <laughs> Somebody didn't take their riddle in this morning. Anyways, can you silence your phone? (laughs) Jesus, everybody needs to get it together. It's not riddling, it's Xanax. Anyways, uh, so we're going to do that. Um, We've got a few little free agency things to discuss at the end of the show. But first and foremost, the NFL now has a new highest paid player. And that is none other than... Philadelphia quarterback Jalen Hurts, the Eagles signing him to an extension today, uh which I believe personally was the best thing they could do. You don't want to leave any question marks at all. Uh you don't want any talk of this lingering into the season. The Eagles you are don't set want out Lamar Jackson situation on your hands. Absolutely not. The Eagles are set out to do one thing and one thing only this year and that is win a Super Bowl. Uh so the deal is 5 years 255 million dollars that is 51 million dollars per year average uh 180 million guaranteed making him now the highest earning seasonal average player in the NFL after last year he deserves it i agree he i deserves it it's well documented here that i thought jalen hurts easily should have won mvp last year Absolutely. i thought he made his team he single-handedly made his team better than every other player in the league. Uh, obviously, plenty of arguments for Patrick Mahomes. But anyway. Jalen Hurts deserved this deal. I'm glad they got it done for him. Um, do, do you think, though, do you think – Obviously, every time – I mean, Stafford set the $35 million marker, right? You know Stafford did that 15 years ago. So n- – now that there's a new marker set, right? Now we're at fifty million over fifty million, right? Yes. One do you think the the next group of guys coming up, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, any of them are gonna jump it? Allen's already resigned so. and that kind of I don't think so. I I I think the guys that are going to wind up surpassing that eventually might be Burrow, Josh Allen, these guys will eventually pass that up. I don't see them doing it right away because even Philadelphia has a lot of space right now. That's why they're paying them now because they know if they go to a Super Bowl this year, which I think they're going to, they're going to have to really tear them off then. Right. So I figured they're – Howie Roseman's not stupid. He's tying it up now. Tying this guy up for the next five years, mm-hmm. and they're going to be a team to contend with for the next five years. It's a smart thing to do. Smart move. Um, I agree. I think that was the right move. And, and you know what? Because if this, this guy has potential to win, basically he'll win MVP. I agree. and I, think I, they, I really think he will. Philadelphia realistically has a chance for multiple Super Bowls in, in this decade. Um, and definitely with Jalen Hurts rather than without him. But even besides that, I think the most important thing to remember here is the longer you let these guys go unsigned, if you know you want them to be part of the franchise going into the future, if you know you're inevitably going to pay them, if you know they're worth the money, get it done early, okay? And avoid all the noise, all the what-ifs, all the bullshit. Because a lot of these young guys who are kind of on, like, I mean, think about, Daniel Jones can't hold Jalen Hurts' strap. and he, ga- he gained so much attention in the offseason. Oh, what are the Giants going to do with Daniel Jones? Well, nobody really gives a fuck because he ain't that great, but at the end of the day, they re-signed him, got it done, but there was so much noise around it beforehand that it's like if you knew you were going to keep him, just get it done. right? What are they paying Daniel Jones? 40 mil. 40 mil a year. Right. So guess what? It was Danny Dyer. You, you, you save you what? You saved eleven million dollars a year by doing that. Absolutely. I'm well yeah. there's who's gonna pay Daniel Jones fifty million a year. Nobody. Give me a break. nobody. But know? uh I yeah. don't mind the deal. I don't mind the signing. I'm happy with it. I think yeah. that um because eventually all these starters are gonna be making within that ballpark correct. sooner or later. Right. I mean they have the top they have the top ten list on here. Hurts at fifty one, Rodgers at forty-nine, Murray at forty-six, Watson at forty-six, mahomes at forty-five. Ah, uh, Josh Allen, forty-three. Jones, Stafford, and Prescott all tied for forty. Prescott makes forty million a year. Prescott makes Holy forty million a year. No wonder why they're a shit show. Clearly, way too much. Um, the trade, the uh, the deal also includes a no-trade clause, the first in Eagles that's history. Big, right there, that's huge. Right. So there. So they, you know, they can't move on from him unless he so decides. And Nick Sirianni had a quote uh, after the signing. It's like having Michael Jordan out there. He's your leader and he's your guy. Well said. Well said. So, he's going to be part of the Eagles franchise for at game. least the next five years. Now, other than that today... Um, you notice how he didn't say LeBron, though? Well. I, I, th- I think uh, that's, uh, that's good for them. I oh, got all that bullshit out of the way, and I, I, I'm i for it. Now, that, in my opinion, was the second biggest piece of free agency okay. news of the day. The biggest piece of free agency news of the day is the Miami Dolphins Oh, have gone out and added another wide receiver, what? possibly the best weapon on their team. Uh, they have signed former Cardinals wide receiver, don't chosen know. Anderson oh, to a one year deal. <laughs> what? What's he going to do? Hold hold fucking uh, Tariq Hill's water bottle? What is he what is he going to do? Chosen Anderson. Whatever. Chosen. 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 chosen Whatever. One. You know, that's that's a game changer for them. Uh, right. Chosen taking Anderson. Taking his talents to South Beach. He's taking his talents. Guess to what? South that Beach. was done years ago by LeBron James. Um so yeah. How do you feel about that? That's okay. Let's stop real quick, though. All joking aside, I know it's real funny to sit here and chose an Anderson, but as a number three next to Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. This guy should be running wide open all day long. Oh, my God. If this guy doesn't catch 100 balls this year and have 1,000 yards, he's not the chosen one. Period. Well, I don't think he can be the chosen one when you have. You're not chosen. Yeah. Listen to me. If you got two guys of that caliber on your team, you should be running wide open every game. Absolutely. I agree. You 1, should have 10, catches a-, as 10 long- catches a game, 100 yards a game. You should have 1,000 yards a season. As long and 10 as your quarterback isn't concussed. Ooh, Ragdoll? Yeah. Well, last fucking six games. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Who? Ragdoll. Tua? Oh. Can Tua? Listen to me. Tua's going to be perfectly fine this year. Yeah, day. he's like- going to get tackled. And he'll be out for five weeks. Um, okay. Now, let's get into it. Mock Draft 1.0, our resident draft guru, Uncle Sam. Um, this is a perfect time to shout out if you are a local listener, watcher, fan of the show, viewer, um, if you like Bruce's smile and you want to come out and see him sway in the wind after 17 uh, Course, Labat. what's your drink of choice now? Modelo. Modelo. Modelo's. Um, you Thank can you, see us live at Zeph's on uh, April 27th, 7 p.m. Draft starts at 8 o'clock. We will be there doing what we do here live for you guys, breaking down um, all of the first round. Uh, food will be there. Some uh, cool merch. You guys can get a hat like mine and uh, like theirs. Um, it will be a great time. It was last year. We're going to do it again. And we're going to see just how wrong Uncle Sam is going to be because I documented his mock draft for today. Wait, what's that? Hold on. on. You, can make ch- you can make changes on the fly. I will allow okay. you to make, changes, make change on changes on the fly. On the fly but so without further ado, the Carolina Panthers are on the clock. They traded take- – a whole lot to get up here, and are they getting They're their quarterback the of the future? Yes, they will. They're going to get Bryce Young, quarterback out of Alabama. Okay, so obviously three quarterbacks being very talked about in this draft, five being talked about, but three that are very talked about. Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, wise Carolina going Bryce Young here? I, th- I think out of, out of all the quarterbacks that have been playing, I think he's the most consistent uh the the thing is with young is this he's had top tier talent to throw to so well absolutely i mean I, I mean in Alabama, I, I think at this level this next level he's gonna have to really earn it he's really gonna have to earn it and i think they they feel uh he's got the talent to do it uh I think so too um personally for me bryce young is is the best out of the bunch all right and I'm not going to lie. It's I, very... I think as far as both running and passing, Correct. he's the most well-rounded guy to do both at a high level. Let's be real here. Size-wise, in my opinion, it's a little bit of a concern for me. Uh, I mean, we see there's times Kyler Murray can't see over his offensive line. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, those smaller guys who run the ball a lot, mm, not They, t- really they as... tend not to do very well at the next level. Correct. And 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 you also worry about durability with them. Uh Bryce Young had a few bang-ups in college. Can he withstand those in the NFL? That's going to be the question. Number 2, Houston's on the clock and I know you're a big fan of Davis Mills, but what are the Texans going to do here? If they did the smart thing, No, they're going to take, they're going to take CJ Stroud quarterback out of Ohio State. Stroud is the best pure passer out of, out of these other guys in the draft. He, he's just a pure thrower, I agree. He, wholeheartedly he just hammers the ball downfield okay um played really well in some games and then played awful in some games. the the uh, Big Ten championship game against Michigan he was not very good. no he was he not. was decent but he wasn't good enough to put them over the top to have them win the game. but in a, in a national championship game, He was very good against Georgia. They lost that game on an extra point. So, I I mean, if you're going to get that guy playing at that high of a level, that's the guy they need. And that's the guy that uh, D'Amico Ryans is going to need going forward. If you don't think Davis Mills is the guy, which he's not, they're going to have to go with this guy. So... I you you had a hot take before we actually started doing this, and that was that Houston wasn't going to take a quarterback here, and they were going to run with Davis Mills. Uh, I, I feel I, like you I still think want probably that. Probably could happen. I don't think there's a chance in hell of that happening. You had him taking Will Anderson, and then you well, went back I, I on mean, that. They're I think they're more than a draft away. I agree. Being competitive, to be honest with you, they're more than a draft away. I agree with that. Um, I think regardless that they, they take Stroud. Or they take uh uh Jalen Carter, who's the best player in the draft. They're still more than a a season or two away. Agree, and they have to get their quarterback here. Yeah. because they Davis have to Mills get their, their organization together, period. Uh number three, the Arizona Cardinals are on the clock. Obviously, they pay Kyler Murray a lot of money, so they don't necessarily need to go quarterback here, and I don't think they will. Right. At number three. I, I think if they're picking at three, if they're picking at three. It's either between Carter and Anderson. Okay. If they're picking at three, there's a lot of rumors that Tennessee wants to jump up to three. I think I'm not 1,000% sold on Tennessee at three, but I think pretty much undoubtedly I don't see you think Arizona they're going to trade picking. out of this pick? I think I okay. really do in my heart of hearts. And think I, I agree with you on pick. that. I I truly believe they're going to wind up trading out of it too mm-hmm. and trade back. Um, see, somebody's got to come up to get a quarterback, whether... Whether it's uh, Atlanta or Tennessee, somebody needs a quarterback. So, so what are those two teams? This is my philosophy on this. Atlanta drafted a quarterback last year. All right, right? And, and did we see stuff out of Desmond Ritter last year that blew us away? No. Absolutely. But I'll say this much. Desmond Ritter looked a hell of a lot better than Malik Willis. All right, So for me, I agree with you that I think Atlanta and Tennessee would be those two teams. That I, I think you'll see Tennessee move up. I think in, in Tennessee's at 11, there's going to be options there for Atlanta to get either a weapon or some protection for Ritter. I think that they're going to essentially do that deal. I think Tennessee will get. Uh, will have to give up. Some some guys that they're not going to want to. I'm not really okay. sure how it's going to break down yet, but I see Tennessee jumping into that three hole, and I see them taking Levis realistically for me there. Okay. Now, well, I I just had that. I got them taking uh, uh, Jalen Carter there. I, I if, if they stay there, I got them taking Carter. I agree with that. Yeah, I if they stay that. there, okay. And at four, we have the Colts. Yep, who desperately uh, need a quarterback. Yes, and I have actually the Colts taking Levis there. So, this is the thing for me. I I love Will Levis in in the Colts situation, right? And I think Jim Irsay does too. Do uh, you say coherent enough to even know what we're talking that's about? Right true. He, that's true. He's 80 proof. He referred to him plus. as that guy from Kentucky because he didn't yeah, know his that name. That guy from Kentucky because so, he didn't know his name. So now if Levis is on the clock there, you think that they're gonna take Levis over Anthony Richardson if they have the option well, for both. I mean, physically wise, Anthony Richardson is the guy in this draft. Oh, I agree. Amongst quarterbacks. He is realistically, okay, and you can tell me if I'm wrong saying this, Anthony Richardson has every opportunity to take the league like Cam Newton Newton did. Yeah. Yes. Every opportunity. You know, the the thing is, I think him, he's more of a project. He's not a guy that's just going to come in, plug and play like Cam Newton did, and be successful. I think this kid's too raw. I don't think he's as... Good as Newton all the way around was at this point when he came out. But his upside is huge. But his downside is, it's huge also. So we'll, we'll have to see what happens here. I still think Levis is better than Richardson at this point in their careers. So, okay, when you say that now, when you say that you think Levis is better than Richardson. Well, I think that... That Levis, I'm going to say this about both of these guys. They both played in the SEC. And as long as you do that, I think that prepares you for the next level. Okay. I mean, I can't argue with that. Played at Duke. Of all places, Duke. But Daniel Jones ran for his life his whole college career. And guess what? The first four years in the NFL, he ran for ran for his life. So it's not like it's unusual to him. Now, so so far we have Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Jalen Carter, and Indianapolis. Correct. Taking Will Levis. Levis. Okay. So now Anthony Richardson is still on the board here at number five. Well, it's, I think he's going to drop down a little bit. I think so. Well, so my my philosophy is a little bit different than yours. You think there is going to be a quarterback that falls. I don't. I think you're going to see the first four picks be quarterback. Okay. Which is unprecedented. It doesn't happen very often. We thought that could be the situation last year. Either Levis or Richardson is one of them guys. I still think that Richardson probably fits what Tennessee does better than Levis does. I agree with that. I I mean, that's just my opinion. Tennessee needs a guy who can take a hit. Or, or have to take off and run as he has to. Correct. Malik Willis isn't the guy. He can play no. running back for. Malik Willis needs to get gone. And, and I mean, it is what it is. Now, before we started this, you talked about. I want to jump back a pick here because we we kind of just brushed right over this. You think, in your heart of hearts, Jalen Carter is the most talented guy in this draft. He's he's the best player in in basically college football. Do you think any of his off the field shit hurt his draft stock? you know what what's what's kind of weird is that this guy probably if it wasn't for Bryce Young if it wasn't for the Panthers needing quarterbacks so bad that he would have been the first overall pick, regardless of the off the field issues he's a young kid i I get it a lot of people get scared when young guys do stupid shit absolutely. But you know what? If you watch two years of tape on this guy, he's a game wrecker. Okay, he's a game changer. Now, with that being said, do you think it's worth it for Arizona to take him there, knowing that they're in a rebuild? I think Arizona needs to stockpile picks. That, well, because so if then that by the time their quarterback is ready. Because he's not gonna be ready for at least eight weeks in this year. Okay, but that's what I'm saying. Do you think it's a good idea for them to even pick there? I would drop back. You would. If I had the 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 ability to drop back and, and gain more picks, if I was them, because they need a lot. They need everything. Look what look what they've lost. They need fucking everything. They lost receiver, they've lost half their defense. That they need help all the way around. And realistically Everybody, it's not, it's not a secret that DeAndre Hopkins wants to move on. They are going well, he to wants be a, they're able. They're moving on from him. Right. They are going yeah. to be able to recoup some draft capital from him, too. It's all that's been exactly the last week. Right. They're going to stockpile what, what I'm pick. kind of surprised is I know they're shopping him, but they haven't. You might see this within the next week, that this guy will be gone for multiple picks. I, so, I think that could be the case as well. Yes, they might be jumping back up into the first round to get stuck, to get a couple players. Okay, so now here's this is outside of the realm of quarterback. We're at number five. Seattle is on the clock. Well, it's real simple. It's either Will Anderson at that spot, which I think Anderson makes the most sense because they need outside edge rusher. The guys that they've drafted, they were okay. But they didn't. They they are game changers. They need a game changer, and I I see probably Will Anderson going in that spot, because uh, if they've already stated that they're not interested in Jalen Carter, how how that is, I don't know, but I guess that's uh, where they're at on him. So they're out on Jalen Carter. I think that's a smoke screen, really. I do too. Um, I don't. Buy I'm going to be brutally honest here. So my philosophy here is I see them taking Jalen Carter. I, I I just do. Uh, I think you're going to have four quarterbacks go off and Jalen Carter is going to go there. Now, yeah. I'm not a 1,000% sure on that. I could see Will Anderson going there very easily if Pete Carroll did decide he wants to, for the first time in his life, make a decision where he wasn't picking the guy with worse character. Um, and they right. take Will Anderson there. If that's the case, all right. To me, to me, that pick, that pick at five is Carter it's or all the way. You do. If he's there, they're taking him. I don't think Carter will get past Pete Carroll. So that's my opinion. You you agree that that's more of a smoke screen than anything else. I do. Okay. So now that leaves the Lions at six with three quarterbacks off the board, uh, with Will Anderson and Jalen Carter off the board. Right. I got the Lions taking Devin Witherspoon, cornerback, Illinois. Okay, this is where I start to get real, real. I disagree with everything here. Now, one: if the Lions, after just weeks after trading away a former third overall pick at corner, in a in a class that has a decent amount of of talented quarterback cornerbacks late. If they draft a cornerback at seven, everything they did last year it it all gets ruled out. I don't care how. I don't care if he is the next Deion Sanders. I don't want to see them take corner at seven. Don't care. Don't want to see it. All right. I think that either Carter or Anderson still going to be on, still going to be available for them at six, and I think they take whichever five corners that are going to go in this first round. But that's what you can get a corner at eighteen. I, I hear you. I, I just – it's it would be a very hard pill for me okay. to swallow. Realistically, if your philosophy – So works, what, would you, what would you take, Anthony Richardson at six? No. If your philosophy works out the way that you're saying it does. Okay. Instead of taking a cornerback here. If Anderson's gone, right. Carter's gone, and three of the quarterbacks are gone, I would not take a quarterback. I don't like the Lions taking a quarterback in this class. There are three guys that actually interested me. Okay, Nolan Smith out of Georgia, Tyree okay. Wilson out of Texas Tech. Okay. Or, or, and just bear with me here for a second, Jackson Smith and Jigbo. I think there's a guy better than him that you'll get before him. Imagine. At, at, imagine. Six, if I was going to do that. Instead of Van I would take Quentin Johnson all day long from TCU. Imagine. I watched him sing that often. Destroy the University of Michigan. Quentin Johnson. I just want the Illinois matchup in the backfield. Huh? I want the Illinois matchup. That's just me. O-line? Oh. He said oh. Illinois. I don't know what he's talking about. What you... Kirby, jo- Kirby Joseph came from Illinois. That's Devin Weatherspoon. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But they did wh- just Why? Can I ask another question here? What did they spend the most of their money on in free agency? Mm. Secondary. Defensive back. Right, Secondary. defensive backs. So now what's that having, also... What's wrong with having that solid. young guy there? That also... Because you did that once. Well, and it was awful. It was yeah, but fucking guys are awful. gone now. Right. These guys are gone. Right. And I'm not going to say, hey, I'm going to be honest with you, dude. I don't think Jeff Okuda is as good as... Uh, I'm hearing Witherspoon. Is, I'm hearing Witherspoon. I think Witherspoon, Witherspoon better. was better than Akuda. And you don't think there's a chance that Joey Porter could drop to 18? He could. He could. I, I just. I. I don't see. I don't see Joey Porter Jr. going past Pittsburgh. And and you know what? I, I honest to God, I wouldn't mind them taking. I wouldn't mind them jumping up and taking Emmanuel Forbes at 18. I wouldn't mind that. Some people oh, have you know, him falling out like Kevin, of the first round. I don't, I actually I like, don't like DB at six. Yeah, you never have. I Better than, than th- at three. Oh. It's Jesus still. Christ. In my opinion, two positions you cannot take in the first round. We did sexy. this last year. You don't take defensive back. You don't take running back. It's not In sexy. the top ten. It's not sexy. You can't do it. If they come out. Like. Imagine the. Imagine the. If they took. Jackson Smith. Imagine the fucking whirlwind. I don't think it's going to happen. This is all bullshit because Listen, I mean, know I, it's I, either, I remember either the the Anderson or Lions. it was Hutchinson, a drafting receiver. Three straight years. Three straight years they drafted receiver. I mean they they went for they... Charles Rogers. Who was the other one? Mike Williams. Mike Williams. <laughs> uh, you want to go down the list? And they, they fucking struck out. Yeah, but I mean. They fucking struck out. The offense, I, I don't think they're going to do this again because I think Carter or Anderson is I, going I to be on the board I think the pick at this there. point, if you don't have Carter or Anderson at that spot. Is to trade out. I, I would trade back. I agree. I would trade back. I would get somebody that wants to come up to grab Anthony Richardson, which you got Atlanta's there. You got New a couple England. of guys. Another thing you everybody's know. sleeping on is New England needs a quarterback. Yes, and I, I don't think a lot of people understand that. I mean, I got them going in a different direction here in the first round. Tampa Bay needs a quarterback. There's, yes, there's options out there. So so there's teams out the there that could, could be moving up that we don't fire. know about. Don't That's true. We don't know. Tampa Bay might have already sealed the deal with Arizona, and they're not going to announce that shit to fucking draft night. They might not. Yeah. Okay, number seven, the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, Peter, Peter Skaranski. Offensive line. The offensive lineman from Northwestern at that spot. Huh. I mean, Raiders. you invested a bunch. To, m- they need to protect Jimmy Garoppolo. You invested a bunch of money in Garoppolo, right? You got Josh Jacobs. You yeah. got um, Devontae Adams. You have offensive weapons. You got Max Crosby. On, you got weapons on defense. You got weapons on offense. You know, you invested money to bring in a new quarterback. You've got your coach and your quarterback duo now, the Garoppolo, and um, his name's escaping me right now. Who's the coach <laughs> of the Raiders? I'm looking at his face in my head. <laughs> Josh, McDaniels. Josh McDaniels. I kept wanting to say Josh Williams. I knew that wasn't I hear him. It. You gotta protect him. I hear you. You got to protect him. Do you think he's the best offensive lineman in this draft? Uh, I think he's the most versatile line, lineman in this draft. You play either guard or tackle, and that's nothing. Those are but good value guys there. to have, correct? Huh? I agree. Those that's are good nothing guys. Nothing but to value have. when you got a guy that can slide anywhere on that offensive line and play. He's a plug-and-play guy. So, okay. Next up, we have the Atlanta Falcons at eight, and Anthony Richardson still on the clock here. Well, I feel they'll take Richardson. I don't think. I don't think they're sold on Desmond Ritter, I really don't. Yeah, but don't you got to give the guy at least two years? Don't you? I don't don't you have I to mean, give within him two their years? Offensive scheme, I think Richardson fits in that scheme just as good, if not better, than Desmond Ritter. I agree, but yeah, again, it comes to a value versus spent situation. You already have Ritter. Yeah. You know, you fucked around with Marcus Mariota for the first half of last right. year. Like, that didn't have you actually given this guy a real chance to play? I I don't well, think if, don't if think he's so, not either. there, you got to get him a weapon. You got to get him a weapon to throw to. Agreed. Agree. One hundred percent. He's got okay. running game. So, I'm I'm going to change up a little bit here. I don't think I had them going him going there at first. Uh, well, Quentin you, Johnson, yeah. oh, wide receiver out of TCU. I didn't have him going there on our list, but no, you didn't. You had him going a little bit later. I'm gonna have to. Uh, Yeah, I had him going dropping at the 10, but I'm going to put him there in Atlanta at 8. And I like that because I think that that gives – you have to get – you've got it. All right. At the end of the day, think about this, right? Ritter wasn't atrocious. He wasn't Josh Rosen bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, he wasn't awful. Like, he wasn't awful. You've got to give the guy a chance they were a dumpster fucking fire last year, too. They were. So I like that. I like them taking a, a, well, a weapon for him there. Yes, Bruce? Do you think, with the short amount of time Brock Purdy had and the full time that Desmond Ritter had, that Desmond Ritter played better than Brock Purdy? No, no, but, okay, you got if you put Brock Purdy in Desmond Ritter's situation, they would have carried Brock- him off the field. Brock Purdy wouldn't uh, yeah. be Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy wouldn't be Brock Purdy. You know what I'm saying? And if you put Desmond Ritter, if you put Desmond Ritter in a the 49ers the uniform, line of the San Francisco 49ers, you would have been yeah. like, oh my god, this guy's great. Yeah. yeah. So can't even compare it to. You. I like that pick there. I do. Uh, number nine, the Chicago Bears. I got to take a Tyree Wilson, uh, the edge rusher from Texas Tech. You do. Yes. Now, I saw the Bears going offensive line all the way here. I, I did too, but I think uh, their defense is very young. It is. Very young, especially losing the young guys that they had last year. And I think they, they need somebody on the edge that can really pressure the quarterback. And I think this is the perfect guy for them. I can't disagree with you. Uh, I personally think Tyree Wilson is... Okay. He's not as sexy... Correct. As some of these other guys, again, he was a Texas Tech guy. Like but I'm not gonna lie to you. He I think he could be an instant game changer. I do. Yeah, he's and I know you don't love him. I like defensive ends that are long. This guy's long, lean. So you don't like the idea of him going to Detroit if Carter and Anderson are both off the board? I would well here's here's another reason why we talked about it. I mean is he six? Is he sixth no, best player prob- in this draft? No, no he's no, not. not. He's not. I th- I think Detroit has to go with. Do you think Al's Witherspoon? though, Do you me. think Witherspoon is the sixth best guy in this draft? Oh yeah, I do. You do? Yes. <laughs> Dang. Excuse me. Okay. Next up, we have Philadelphia at ten. Well, see, I I had to flip flop a. Uh, you had a them pick taking it. Quentin Johnson originally here. Correct. But I'm gonna change that. At this point, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go with your guy, the guy that you like, Jackson Smith, Enigma. At this spot, you have no idea how to say his last name. No, I don't. Enigma. Enigma. <laughs> well, whatever you call him, Enjigba. Enjigba, whatever. But I got I got Philadelphia taking him at ten. So yes, you think Philly's going wide receiver? I do. I think they want to get as many weapons for Jalen Hurts as possible. Uh, I can't disagree with you there. Um, it's an interesting take. God, imagine the one-two punch of him and A.J. Brown. Oh, my God. And all those and little – And Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith. God. Pick your poison. Jesus. Pick your That'd poison. That'd be fucking scary, truly. They're making another run for it. I mean, hard. I'm going to say this, too. I could see them possibly going offensive line here. Uh, possibly. Possibly. I, I don't see them doing that at this point. Possibly. I don't know what they, they – they really don't – the problem is they don't have any holes. Right. Like, exactly. All they're doing is stacking. So, like – all right, next up. Houston again. No, we have uh, 11. Oh, 11. Uh, 11, I'm sorry. Uh, the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee. I think this pick's going to Arizona. Now, now here's here's the thing. You think they're going to Arizona uh, – Richardson, you he's think still he, out there. He still he's still there. I I would say if they didn't move up, he could probably drop to them Pro, probably could. So, you think they're going to get their guy without moving up? <laughs> Possibly. <clears throat> the other teams don't need quarterback. Why would they Chicago doesn't need quarterback. Philadelphia doesn't need quarterback. Chicago. Why why would you try it? The Raiders don't need quarterback. The only ones that would take them in front of them is the Falcons. Uh, or, unless, like you said, New England moves up or Tampa, Tampa Bay, Bay moves up. up. Which I don't think that either And if of that them... doesn't happen, I got basically Richardson, Richardson going, going to Tennessee? at 11 to Tennessee. Next up, Houston again. So Houston already has their quarterback. Correct. Now Now, go ahead. There's something cute out here. You had Njigba going to Philly. Correct. Could you imagine if Houston drafted Stroud at two and then somehow Njigba fell to them at twelve? That's very possible. That's very possible. (laughs) I, I truly think because you got a defensive coach that he's gonna They're gonna go defense and they're gonna wanna take the best player available. And I think Kalaji Cansey, outside Jalen Carter, he's the second best tackle in the draft. Now, why would you say that? Because he's, because he went to Pittsburgh. Everybody thinks he's Aaron Donald ish. His numbers at the combine were were very very good. So, and he's a disruptor. If you watch tape on him, he's a disruptor. And I he's, think that's he's extremely explosive. He's an extremely explosive. Guy. Yeah, I think that's exactly what Ryan's wants for his defense. Now, here's the thing: he's six one. He's small. He's small. So is so is so Aaron Donald. Is Aaron Donald, I guess. Now they're, they're about. You know what's weird? If you look at the numbers, they're almost exact. You think so? The number you look so at you, the you, numbers are almost in size, and their combine numbers. They're almost exact. So for him, you think, for, for K and C, you think his ceiling is... Well, he has to play a three. I mean, they could push him and have him rush at end, too. Because he's, he's not long, but he's fast and he's a disruptor. Better inside and out. That would That would shake things up quite a bit if they right. took him there. Next up, the New York Jets, who had one of the best drafts of all time last year. Well, I got a guy that kind of felt him because I there was a couple of guys that I thought that were going to go earlier, and this was one of them, Christian Gonzalez, going at 13, the cornerback out of Oregon. So a lot of people think he's going with the next pick to New England. Well, Um, I thought that too, but you know what? I don't see it. Do you think that the Jets are going to go? I'm sorry? Do you think the Jets really need to go D.B.? I would. They you need would. help in their secondary. Okay. I, their I, secondary got torched by the Lions last year. Yes, but they got torched. Uh, they had nobody to cover uh, Saint Brown, and they got torched. So that complements that front end game ad. too. I remember. Gonzalez that. is the second best corner in the draft outside Witherspoon. You think so? <laughs> Over yes. Banks. Over Banks. Okay. Next I'm up. a Banks guy. I like Banks. I know oh. you are. I know you are. And, and over over, um, Joey Porter. Big bang tank. Little bang. Yes. Yes. Okay. I feel that. Bo- you know what? I'm going to tell you right now. Banks, Gonzalez, and Witherspoon are better than Porter. Wow. Next up. The, rated higher. Next up. Possibly the biggest shit show since the Cleveland Browns, the New England Patriots. Well, here you go. The Patriots. Hendon Hooker. <laughs> no, not Hendon Hooker here. Uh, there's a guy that that's been steadily kind of dropping in, and I I think he fits the Belichick way. Lucas Van Ness, the edge rusher out of Iowa. Are you just six saying six, this? Six two fifty. He's kind of uh, what is what's his name? Hutchinson ish.
1: Are you Man, just saying this because he's same white? Build. I'm You're sorry? just saying this
0: because he's white. Why would I say that? Because New England always takes white dudes. That's Big what they white do. Big white dudes. In the draft. That's what they do. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> What's that dude's name? Iowa. Gunnar Orlovsky or whatever. Gunnar Olshensky. Who did yeah. they take last o- year? O- the guy I, I, that the, the guy that Sean McVay oh. thought he could get at 96. Wasn't it? Dude? Yeah, but he's he a what? Lineman. He's a starter, and he was damn good. Cole, right? Cole. Right? Yeah, I don't even know. Colt strange. Cole strange. Cole, Cole strange. Cole, Colton Strange. Yeah, something fucked up like that. All right. So okay. New England takes a big white guy. Uh, next up, <laughs> Green Bay. Now with Green Bay, I've Hendon been. And then Hooker? At. You know what? Uh, Green Bay has some weaknesses. And I I I had I I actually had them probably going offense here. I think they're going to take the tight end Dalton Kincaid out of Utah. Oh, wow. He's probably the best pass catcher in this draft. And I got a feeling they need a weapon for for Jordan Love. Since he's going to be the guy, they're going to have to go with this. Uh, I can't disagree with you one bit there. Uh, And realistically, let's stop and talk about this. When's the last time Green Bay's had a dominant tight end? Uh, It's been since Mark Chamora went to prison for... Touching little kids, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what that means. But I, 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 I mean, don't they know. They, they he was a, he was accused of uh, going to high school parties with sixteen-year-old girls and touching them. Supposedly, Godspeed. Well, no, okay, they haven't had a good t- tight end there in, in quite some years. I I agree. I so, I, I like that pick single... because you're exactly right. They need. They need to get the Jordan Love experiment is already going to be so under a microscope that everything this guy does wrong, everybody's going to pick apart. So in order to lesser that, you need to give this guy as many weapons as possible, and I think a big tight end goes great with Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs, personally. Yes. Next up. Next up, the Washington Commanders. Washington Redskins Command. slash commanders. Got a new owner. Good for them. Shout out to Magic Johnson. He's going to be part owner of the Redskins. Well, the commanders. Okay. That's a great thing. There we go. All right. I got them taking Brian Branch, the safety of Alabama. So this one's really interesting to me because I feel like we don't know all that much about this guy. What what well, what's Brent, branch. I mean, anybody that knows, he's the best safety on the board. Period. And he can play. He can play the slot or drop back. He could do either one, and that makes him very very valuable. So I I don't know. He, he's solid all the way around. So uh, you're, you're not missing anything. I think his see this his guy. biggest upside is his incredible ability to play the slot. Correct. Like, he's he's a textbook. He plays on the line of scrimmage, which makes him very dangerous. Absolutely. Because he's always making tackles in the backfield. And, and if you watch tape on him, he's excellent. Great uh, closing speed. He's he's always around the play. I, I can't disagree with you there. Now, do you think it's a little high for him? No, I don't. Actually, I think it's kind of low. You do? To be honest with you. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think his 40 time hurt him a little bit. It was a four, well, five, an eight. eight. The other teams are going for needs. True. Which you know what? I 40 times. I, I will say this. Outside of being a wide receiver, I think 40 times are garbage. You don't get it. They're, they're garbage. I, I don't know how you could judge anything from it. I really don't. So I, I it's just outside being a corner or a receiver, 40 times are garbage. God bless. Next up. <coughs> What's his name? Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman ran like a four seven forty, And, and the guy's yes, an right. all-pro and right. probably going to be a Hall of Famer. I, so throw your 40 times out the window. As long as they can play. Next up, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers. The 17th pick. I got the Pittsburgh Steelers taking a, basically a legacy for them. Joey Porter Jr., the cornerback from Penn State. Your dad played for Pittsburgh, and I think uh, he would be elated for his son to play there. Uh, interesting. I think that's an interesting one. Now, you don't think that they need to get somebody to go well, in with pick-ins
1: I, I would like to do that. But the Pittsburgh
0: Steelers are known for what? Defense. When they won all their championships and their defense was, was at least top five. And their defense was not that last year. They were getting torched last year, especially the secondary. So I think that's why they go corner here. Joey Porter Jr. to Pittsburgh. Yep. Next up, the Detroit Lions. Now, now, I got a pick here, and you're not going to like it. I'm not going to fucking like it. I know you're not going to like it. I got the Detroit Lions taking Miles Murphy, edge rusher from Clemson at this spot. Listen to me. There's, there's a reason why I picked him there. Why? Because he's got good length, uh-huh. good size. Uh-huh. He can either play to three or play defensive end. So that's what you want. You want that guy that can clog up the middle, But that guy that can rush the passer also. And he's very good against the run. And that's their Achilles heel. And that's why I got him taking Murphy there. Okay. That's great and all. (laughs) If you are the Detroit Lions, and essentially in the matter of 12 months, you went from a laughingstock to fourth-best betting odds to win the NFC, and... Last year, you jumped up in the draft and you made a big <coughs> splash, and you got Jamison Williams, and you got your guy at two. And guess what? You're able to get an instant defensive playmaker at six this year, whether it's his pick, Witherspoon, or one of mine, which is either Carter or Anderson. If you pass up on Bijan Robinson at 18, when your options are. And I'm ready to say this, the ghost of DeAndre Swift (laughs) or David Montgomery, who I love, but you can add B. John Robinson to that duo and you can take David Montgomery and B. John Robinson And play them both and assure that neither of them get hurt because they can split time. And you could acclimate Bijan in slowly, and it'd just be beautiful. You could actually run the football. i just take the holes on defense. What hole? What hole? The holes on defense. What hole on defense? That defensive line, period. Guess what? If you get Jalen Carter at six, none of it matters. The, The thing is, is he's... For him to be there at six, he would have to fall drastically. Drastically. No, he wouldn't. No, yes. he wouldn't. You're sitting here talking about Jalen Carter falling to six like he didn't just get himself wrapped up in a scandal where he had to go turn if, himself if into the, prison and the, a bunch of people died. If Carter, listen to me, if he does not go to the Cardinals, he will not be there at six. But see, you he has to get past Seattle pass what? That's all he has to do is get past Seattle. If he makes it past Arizona, gets past all if he makes it past Arizona, all he's got to do is make it past Seattle. If Seattle said they weren't interested. You know that bullshit. So here you that's go. That's bullshit. So now you're in a perfect situation. If they end up if they end up with Anderson Carter or Witherspoon, you take B. John Robinson there. And you don't think about it. Cuz guess what? This year you get to do what Philly did last year, and that's take a guy just cuz you fucking want him. Yeah. Just because you want him. And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, who is going to make a bigger impact from week one? Miles Murphy or B. John Robinson? Obviously Robinson. He's an offensive player. Don. I don't think you think twice. Okay. And, and, and you want to know what? If they, do, if they pass on him there and they do take somebody to, you know, bolster the defense, they're going against everything that they instilled last year. Because guess what? Last year, instead of doing the sexy thing and taking J-Mo at, at what they t- was that 18 last year they traded up to? 12. 12? And taking J-Mo there, they should have taken, uh, who's the defensive lineman from Philadelphia? Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis. If you were going to do that, that was your chance to do that. But you know what? You chose sexy. You chose well, you think. Sexy. You think Brad Holmes is going to choose sex? I think again? Brad Holmes is going to hang out with the wang out, rock okay. out with the cock out, let it flap in the wind, right. and I think he's taking you know. B. John Robinson at 18. And I will tell you what, the Lions, if they do that, if they do that. That tells you what? You have a two-headed monster in David Montgomery and B. John Robinson. And I'm sorry. That, to me, is a top five off the rip two-headed monster in the Running league. Running behind that offensive line. Running behind. They should be. A top Stop five there. offensive line with a top five receiving core, you have an eleven or twelve win football team. And you know, for me to say that about the Detroit Lions, that's well, like they really need I, to mask up that defense. Then. I don't even care. But why? I have so much faith. Can I, in what defense. was? I don't care what he does. What? Why? He's gonna make every right decision he needs to make. Why do you keep saying mask up the defense? Well, because it's real simple. All what was their do... biggest defensive issue last year? What well, was the biggest defensive issue? I, I could point to one game. One game and one game. Are we get... only. Turn on the turn on the tape of the Carolina Panther game mm. and watch them absolutely get slobber-knockered all the way around the field. Guess what? I'm gonna I'm gonna refer you even, to a different Even game. with that high powered offense. Let's go to the nice mild day at Gillette Stadium in October where they lost to New England by thirty. Uh, you, you know what? Because the their England... secondary got torched and they couldn't run the football. Well, let's say this. Let's 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 say this. A few of the early turnovers got that game to go out of hand. Ah, whatever. It did. It did. It did. They their couldn't. Inability to move the ball. Their inability to run the football Correct. is the biggest issue and, with And that team. was a big issue. And the then, secondary, the, in my the thing opinion, it was the Carolina game that really mattered. That would have put you into the playoffs last year. They got their asses handed. They through. got ran through. They got their asses ran. And there's no sugarcoating what you've seen. You watch two decent backs, not above average backs, absolutely run roughshod on them. Correct. And they didn't do that to nobody else. They did that to two teams last year, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Detroit Lions. They got absolutely ran down their throat, and there was no answer for it. The three biggest issues that I saw with this Lions team going into the offseason was one, the secondary. secondary. That was number one. I think they did a decent job of addressing it. Number two, the good. run game. At the end of the day, I, in my heart of hearts, the um, the DeAndre Swift Jamal we Will- saw. Jamal Williams is a great guy. Great guy. Awesome do- locker room that guy. That tells you how good this offensive line was that he ran for 1,000 yards and 17 touchdowns. Amen. Because he's a backup. Kay. He's a fucking backup in Green Bay. Here we go. David Montgomery, in my opinion, better than both Jamal Williams and what we saw at DeAndre Swift last year. Sorry, if you can't run the ball more than seven times a game, you ain't got no spot on the roster. He needs to fucking be gone. And Jamal Williams already out the door because all Jamal Williams is a glorified fullback. Let's be real. <laughs> Give him the ball at the two again, okay? You bring him Bijan Robinson. To touchdowns as he had. What? He had as many exactly as he had. you bring in B. John Robinson you have a great two-headed monster you got great young receivers you golf played his ass off at the end of last year and even this twat will admit it and they have the, one of the top five offensive lines in football he there he is. he's there that's how you secure a playoff spot I hear you that's how you secure a deep run but you took Marcus Murphy I, I took Miles Murphy Miles there Murphy. That's, that's my I think uh, his skill set Fits with the Lions are trying to do defensively. Great. Moving on. Sorry for the rant. Uh, Tampa Bay. Honestly, this, this one's really had me going. Their offensive line was absolutely horrible last year. Awful. I don't. I don't Awful. think you could. It was the worst. If they're not, if they're going to run the table with with what the hell's his name? Baker Mayfield or Kyle Trask. There you go. If they, you better protect him. I got to take him taking Paris Johnson tackle out of Ohio State at that spot. He's a big man that can really move the line. Uh I here's the thing for me in Tampa now. Um Tampa Bay was like my mistress, right? Okay. It was it was fun for a little while, but now it's it's kind of gross. So it doesn't really appeal to me anymore. They gotta tear the whole fucking thing down and start over. Okay. Draft, draft best available and pray. That's it. As long as Todd Bowles is there, the team's not going to be productive. Um, so we all knew that was going to happen if Brady left. Right. That's what it is. Realistically, what either Kyle Trask or Baker. Who, well, how many games do you think Tampa will win this year? Seven. Maybe, Shit. You, maybe. Maybe seven. Maybe six, seven five? games. If Mike Evans makes it the whole year.
1: Yeah. Next do you up. Think he even
0: wants to play there anymore. Next up. Not. Seattle Seahawks. Seattle scumbags. Now this this was uh this one here was telling for me. Hendon Hooker? No, not Hooker. I I don't see Seattle wasting a uh, first round pick on a quarterback. Um, I actually had them taking somebody good here. Nolan Smith, edge rusher from Georgia. So you think they're going to take two edge rushers? Yes, in the first round. The guys that they drafted last year didn't cut the mustard. I'm going to disagree with you on this Okay. Because here's the thing. At the end okay. of the day, they had two rookie corners last year. Yeah, but two edge rushers? Two? What's wrong with that? Well, you know, before the show, you said you had them taking uh, Brian Breesy there. And oh, I'm I like, sorry. I, I'm sorry. I did, didn't I? Yeah, and I like that. Pick. I mean, you right. I, I'm up sorry. Put a bit Barisi back over there. Oh, okay. My bad. I was looking at the wrong thing. I, I just like I like that pick better, what? especially you haven't taken Will Anderson. Go out and get your. Go out and get a run stopper. Right. If they took Carter there, then yeah, I could see them probably Correct. taking Smith. But all right, I, I like Barisi there. That's that's good. Uh, they they need they need yeah they need Seattle help. needs a defense. they need inside help they need a defense and if and you didn't want to go to the best player in the draft you got to go with here's the thing Bobby Wagner. You added right. Bobby Wagner so instantly you're going to be that much better. Next right. up. Next up is uh, the San Diego Chargers. Uh no. <laughs> Sorry. No. The Los Angeles <laughs> Chargers. Oh, I'm sorry. Los Angeles are you are right. My bad. We're, we're done with that. All right. Now I got uh I got them taking uh the tackle out of Oklahoma, Anton Harrison. Okay, you gotta tell me a little bit about this because I this this one's He's a, a this big one's... massive dude. That's it's just all a I can big say. massive dude. Well, a big massive dude that blocks. Okay. <laughs> uh, now I'm gonna Well said. I'm gonna ask you a couple of questions here. Okay. Now, one, they took offensive line last year. Correct. Two, their offensive line is what hurt them going down the stretch into the playoffs. Yes, but but we need to talk about a big, uh, big elephant in the room here. And there's a guy that I thought fit this perfectly. You've got your two best receivers who cannot... Stay, stay, on, the stay field. on the field together. I was going to say this too. I thought this I got to be Zay Flowers. At, I got all him day. going at twenty two. Who? I got him going at twenty two. Zay Flowers? Huh? Zay Flowers? How did you know? Because I that to me that was the perfect pick for the Chargers. Okay. In my opinion, in I, I got to take an O line. Then, then say this flowers, is your mock draft. I agree. This is your this is your fucking rodeo here. If you got to take an O line, going Harrison, the big tackle man. from Oklahoma. Okay, and Baltimore. Okay, hold on, real quick before we go there, one. I like the idea of them going offensive linemen because all I can do is help Austin Eckler. Correct. So I don't hate it. If he's there, because for some reason he's been the best statistical running back to the league scene in ten years and they don't want to fucking re sign him. But I hear you. But I don't hate offensive line there because you got to protect Herbert and you gotta protect Eckler. Herbert. I, I, <laughs> Herbert. The whole thing is is I don't like the wide receiver situation there because those guys are so fucking inconsistent. That's it. True. That's True it. That I, I agree with that. Next up, Baltimore the Baltimore Ravens. I got the Baltimore Ravens taking wide receiver Jordan Addison from USC. Oh wow. Okay. Break this one down for me. Jordan Ad- Ad- Addison. Well, wow, that's the kid who originally was going to Penn State and was setting huge numbers. Correct. He was the first guy to sign the NIL deal that Right. Everybody was just losing their minds over one of the best one of the best route runners in mean, college football this year. Yeah. Yes. So, make Caleb Williams a superstar. Amen. Do yeah. you think do you think he steps in for Now Baltimore again signed Odell Beckham last week. Do you think he's a good complimentary to him? Oh, I do. You do. I do. Cuz let's be real. Baltimore needs Every fucking offensive position there is. They don't well, have a running back they, to stay they, out. They, they've, they signed, they've signed Nelson Aguilar and Beckham Jr. They need a young receiver yeah. there. They have a young receiver there, but just couldn't stay on the field. Yeah. That's the problem. You don't think you have injury issues with, with Addison? Oh, no. I think he's better than what they have there right now. 100 catches for 1,592 yards and 17 touchdowns. That's pretty Pitt. sweet, no? Before he, I like before him he got hurt. I like him there a lot. Okay. Minnesota. Uh, what can you say about Minnesota? Their secondary that's was fucking, God, fucking dog shit. Last year. They were terrible. Mm-hmm. So I got them taken. Deontay Banks. And you know what? I agree with that. The quarterback uh, back nothing... out of Maryland. I, I literally cannot agree with you more there. Because they were getting torched in their secondary. Oh, baseball. absolutely. They I mean... were awful. You have to remember, okay, so Minnesota was a playoff team that had a minus-point differential. How? how? Every game was down to a field goal. You need to stack up on defense. Your offense was keeping you in games and winning you games. You need to stack up on defense, and now you need to run away with some of those games. I think you're going to see regression out of uh, Minnesota this year, but I like that pick there because they need to help out that defense. That's very, very You have a very 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 aging defense there very true next up Jacksonville now the Jaguars are funny here I, I I had them taking a couple of guys we just didn't know who the, they they need a, a thing of uh need well here's the thing and this is what's kind of fucked up about Jacksonville is they what are the needs that's that's the thing you know they're they're kind of like Phil they're like a watered down version of Philly where you right. look at them from top to bottom, and you can't like. You can't really pick apart the needs. Well, the need is real simple. I, I mean, it's either they go defense here, which are or offensive line, and the offensive line started to put it together last year. They drafted some young dudes. Mm-hmm. They resigned some guys. So they need to. What they need to do right now is get some depth at that position. Because if they get an injury, they're in trouble. Agreed. So I got him a Darnell Wright, the tackle from Tennessee. You do. Yes. So, out of all of the guys that are left out there, you think that Jacksonville offensive line? Well, okay. Let's be real. You gotta you gotta protect. You gotta protect Trevor, Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence. You've gotta protect Travis Etienne, right? And, and I think those two guys are going to be the absolute heartbeat of the offense this Correct. year. You know, you've got Evan Ingram. You've got good receivers. Zay, Zay Jones Zay, jumped out of his skin last year and became like a where did he come a number from? one receiver? Correct. Like so, you've got you've got to protect that offense. I don't disagree with you there. Okay. I think he's a great young talent, I think he can develop into something. I think he'll be a starter for that team. Yes, I don't think he I, is I just the fill in guy. I think he will develop into a starter for that team, probably quicker than a lot of us think. Uh, at twenty five. Now, this, this one here I, I've been thinking shots. about for probably the last couple of weeks. You got to do something to help Daniel Jones. He had absolutely nothing to throw to last year. And I think this position right here, right. If, if, if if this is a perfect position. They need something that they've been missing for since Evan Egram left. Oh, wow. They need a tight end. Oh, wow. I got him taking Michael Mayer, the tight end, from Notre Dame. Interesting. I think, okay, if the New York Giants do anything with this pick besides draft a wide receiver, Brian Dabble should get slapped right across his pudgy little face. Well, he's not the one. I he's don't the, give the, a shit uh, that he should leave. Then he needs oh. to leave. Michael Michael Mayer is the second best tight end in the draft. I don't care. I don't care. But they are, the tight end is draft heavy in this draft. I can't remember. They have a lot of good tight ends. Does Brian Dabble have a goatee like that? Listen right. to me. I, I, Brian Dabble's facial hair, okay? <laughs> they have to take a receiver. So you think they need to take Zay Flowers they here? They must take. If they do anything but take him here, I will be, one, shocked, in two, everybody deserves to be fired. Because, I mean, who's there? Who's there? I got there? him taking the tight end. Wendell Robinson? You just paid your quarterback 40 M's. Yeah. You know what, though? The best, the best friend for a quarterback is a good tight end. You want to know what, though? Yeah. They'll fuck that up and they will take a tight end or a db <laughs> but they desperately i, I think the desperately best, the need best, receiver the best thing you can do for a quarterback especially a guy that's got to run for his life is have a good tight end yes that's the best they thing they haven't you had can... a good tight end there since evan ingram left tell me tell me somebody on uh, tell me a vi- give me the name of one viable receiver on the giants roster uh what's his name what uh Wendell Robinson. I mean, that's what we're going to go off of is Wendell Robinson. Isaiah Hodgins, Wendell Robinson. That kid really turned it up then. Paris Campbell, Sterling Shepard, Jeff Smith, whoever the fuck that is. (laughs) Khalil Pimpleton. He was with the Lions. He was. I mean, are you joking? Hard Knocks. And here's the other thing. And you know what? I know, I know, I know you forgot about this. And I am calling out our draft guru because I know he forgot about this. And I know he's going to change this pick now. Darren Waller. Oh, I forgot. (laughs) I totally forgot. You're right. Zay Flowers. There we go. Zay Flowers (laughs) is my pick there. There we go. (laughs) It was between Uh. those two guys. I forgot about Darren like, Waller. To me, Tim he was going No, huh? no, no. Up. No, the Chargers took Harrison. Now, oh. to me, or Baltimore took Addison. To me, that's the right pick there. You want me to be honest? Yeah. I, do you think okay. I know you're not the biggest Zay Flowers guy. Okay. Is is that true? No, I, I, I actually like him. I think he's a pretty good player. I like what he does. I think His talent. production is very good. I think talent-wise, that's a steal. Yeah. I put really with, do. Uh, put him there. You really don't have anybody else. Because you want me to be honest? If Smith and Jigba isn't there, like, in, in a wild world. He's not going to be there. He's not, No. But I, if he's not, like, I think in the middle part of the first right. round. You know, this is kind of deep. Yeah, this is, t- well, you're talking already at 25. I think you could see him go in the mid to late teens, realistically. Yeah. I think he's that oh, good. Oh, you're right. I agree with that. Okay. I totally forgot about the Darren Waller thing. I'm sorry. That's okay. But I do have Michael Mayer going in his. Number 26 the Dallas, next pick. Michael Mayer. Michael Mayer going to the That's Dallas a column. consensus, too. Like, everybody sees yeah, him going because, there. Uh, Schultz is gone. Dalton Schultz is gone. And Dak Prescott definitely needs a safety yeah. blanket. Yes. Uh and you know what? Big tight ends just do good in Dallas. And like, he's a you know what? He's a, he's a good player. You wanna know what he's he'll very be very good. You wanna know what he'll be for fantasy people this year? What uh Kyle Pitts was. Like everybody's Hopefully gonna jump on this guy. Kyle Pitts. Everyone's I think jumping he'd be on better. him. Kyle Pitts is god awful. Did <laughs> like, huh? Didn't Kyle Pitts. Him? No, he started him every week and oh got my three points. God. I couldn't, I couldn't stand the threes and the fours in my fantasy stopped. The Guy Buffalo Bills at Buffalo Bills take B. John Robinson, running back. Now that makes sense. Out of Texas. Sorry, I don't see it. I, I don't think he... Sense. You don't take Buffalo if takes B. John back, Robinson. I, I, I was either a choice between running back and corner, which I think they actually need defensive back more, but... If you have an offense like they have, I, I think you you just want to solidify that offense. Here's, here's, I think if he falls, he drafted Cook. I think that's where he's going. Here's the only issue I have with that. If, if I go back, the highest I could see Bijan going is 10. Okay. I could see him going to Philly at 10. <clears throat> I could also see him going to New England at 14. I could see him going to I, I the Lions at 18. Running backs I could high. see him going to Tampa at 19. I mean, if the Chargers are serious about trading Eckler, I could see him going at 21. Yeah, Like, there's so many options. I think if Bijan makes it to 27, Buffalo gets the absolute steal of the draft. Okay. Well, he was either going to – I'm going to tell you right now, if he doesn't go at 27, you know he's going at 28. Agreed. He's going to Cincinnati at twenty eight. There's a reason for that because I think they're, I think they've just had enough. ready Joe to Mix. move on. Yeah, you have to remember Joe Mixon. Okay. I, I don't have them doing that yet because I got them going in a different direction because I think they need help defensively. Let's talk about this thing, okay, with Buffalo real quick here. What kind of an impact does Bijan Robinson instantly have for Buffalo's offense? I mean, this what is what kind of impact? What he have? Oh. I think he, I think he blows it wide open, and I think the Buffalo offense that we were expecting the last two years is is right there. I think that instantly makes Buffalo the contender. Correct. At this moment, we don't really Buffalo think they are early on. Buffalo jumped out to this, they were blowing people out. It wasn't even close. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, they took a trip down to Miami. Yep. And the next thing you know, they got, got their tanks the tanks handed to them. Yep. They would have lost here, too, if it wasn't for a fucking holding call. That Same with be. Baltimore. Baltimore was on a terror. They go down to Miami. They get their asses handed to them. Did mm-hmm. that face mask? Because they, they, no, they couldn't run the ball. Couldn't run the ball. Couldn't run the exactly. ball. Yeah, because Josh Allen was a running back. All right, 28. We have Cincinnati. Now, I got them taking one of two guys. Okay? Will McDonald, the edge rusher from Iowa State is a, a long, lean guy who really can make a, a mockery of things defensively. Okay. And I think if they can get a guy like that, because Hendrickson and Hubbard both were injured last year. True. So they weren't playing at the same time. And I think they need that situational guy in there in a rotation. And I think this is the perfect, perfect thing for them. I agree with you. Both those guys, when when he's kind of jumped up on the boards too. Oh, I know. No, nobody really was paying any attention to this guy, and all of a sudden, when when both of those, when both of their their big two on defense, the, right. the double H's went out last year, they lost such a big step on defense that they had they had that advantage over everybody all year with Hubbard and Hendrickson. They're they're going to be missing that and this is not the first time that injuries have hit both of those guys. I love the pick. I love the pick. And it'd be easy to say that they're going to go offensive line, but guess what? They took Kansas city's best offensive lineman away from them and added him to their roster. I think their offensive line is finally good. I like that stack defense for Cincinnati. 100%. Okay. At 29, new Orleans, the new Orleans saints. I've been thinking about this. Uh, they, they're, they're another team. That's, transitioning because they've lost a lot of players within the past two years mm-hmm. just because of cap issues yep and and I think everybody's gonna say offense here I don't think so I'm kind of on the same page with you I, I I don't think so I I don't think they're gonna go offense I think they're gonna go defense and I like uh I, I'm gonna just totally butcher this kid's name. Can I give it the a edge shot? edge rusher from Kansas State, Felix Anoki Uzama. Anoki? Anoki. An Anudiki. Felix Anudiki Udi. Uzama. I, Udi. I told you I was going to butcher his name, and I did. My apologies. 6'3", at... Yes. Fast, uh, explosive, uh, 19 and a half sacks, 20 sacks in the last two years. Right. Great closing speed. Uh, The kid... He's a natural pass rusher. And Cam Jordan ain't getting any younger. No. I mean, they lost uh Marcus Davenport. Right. Like free agency. Here they we go. Gotta replace him. That's a good gap filler. I, I like it. Yep. I like it. At thirty. Kansas or uh excuse me. Philadelphia. The Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. Take Broderick Jones, tackle from Georgia. Okay. Their their guys are getting any younger. Uh, Agreed. They need to start thinking about revamping that offensive line a little bit. To my uh, Malata is a young guy. Yep. But you got Lane Johnson on the other side, who's getting older. Yep. Injuries are starting to become a issue. Kelsey's thirty-six. Well, Kelsey, they drafted. uh, Jurgens last year. Oh, Remember? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The beef, jerky the beef jerky guy. Jerky. Yeah, you're right. So they drafted him last year, so they look mm-hmm. good as far as replacing Kelsey next year. But this is Kelsey's last hurrah, and they want to win a Super Bowl. What better way than to bring this young guy in and and get him in there playing guard and get him used to live action? Were you just humming? Or, you know, yeah. if if Matthew McConaughey. Wayne Johnson is unable to go, they got somebody that can actually... Plug right in, and the guy—the guy's a beast. He's a beast. And your Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. Well, here's the with thing. the last pick in the first round because Miami forfeited their pick, so they're not picking Correct. in the first round. So there's only 31 picks in the first round. So sorry, I keep saying all 32 picks. And, there's and only 31 for that. Tom Brady. Brady Gate. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I got the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. They—they they got some issues. Uh, I think they have wide receiver issues as well as defensive line issues. They've opted not to re-sign Frank Clark as of yet. So they have a hole in their defense. The Mike Dana kid played pretty well last year. Not bad. Not bad. But uh, you, need, you need a guy that can get on the edge and really kick it off. So I have him taking B.J. Ogilare. From LSU, the edge rusher. By the way, his brother plays for the Giants. Very talented family. Uh, you've got to give me a little on that one because you got somebody else. I He's don't a know. pass rusher from LSU. Okay, so you don't have Hennon Hooker going in the first round. No, I don't. Uh, Hennon Hooker is not a first-round pick. You don't think so? No. He's 25 years old. I think somebody might surprise you. I don't don't think that... uh, And originally you had Mozzie Smith going in the first round. I did, did, but he got pushed down. He got pushed down. I just think they need edge rusher more than interior defensive line. Okay, and one other thing I wanted to ask you about is at 48, the Lions are back up on the clock. Correct. And a lot of people are saying that uh, the linebacker out of Iowa, Jack Campbell, who opened... The who busted out that forty yard dash time. He's a he's a big big six dude. five two fifty and that's he a ran a, stuff. a four six forty. If you remember the last guy that was that size two fifty that did that at linebacker, the guy was playing safety at the University of New Mexico. Brian Urlacher. That's that's what you can compare this guy as. Do you think he's going to take Alex Anzalone's job? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Let's hope. let's hope. Well, here's the thing. Anceloni is I there for real. A- but- Anseloni is a culture guy. Yeah. Let- let's not sugarcoat it. He's just a rah-rah we guy. You know why Anceloni is still with the Lions. It's not because of – if you want to talk about his eight-and-a-half tackles a game, I guess you could because out of them eight-and-a-half, he missed probably seven-and-a-half. So, you know what? It is what it is. You see, he's a culture guy. He came over here from New Orleans with Dan Campbell, and, and they feel obligated. I, mean, I will say this about Brad Holmes. If you're not uh, producing, you're not going to be there very long. Agreed. Agreed. That's yeah. the way it needs to be. So I actually thought that uh, that um, Akuda had a pretty decent year up until the, about the last four weeks. Had a very good year. My opinion. And obviously he wasn't cutting a mustard because that's why they sent him back. Well, we needed him. was that that the Chicago last game that of the old regime. Expectations sure. were too high and and he didn't meet them. So I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, so nothing bad. against I him. Yeah, I don't think there's nothing bad. against him as a player. I, I don't. I think uh, the the injuries kind of destroyed him. Really. I think he'll. Still I mean, he missed two years with injury. Light it up. I don't think he's going to go anywhere and light anything up. I think he was drafted too high; his expectations were too high. He never lived up to him, and he never will. Well, live you up know to what? It, he wasn't even the one getting thrown at in college. The guy who played opposite him was getting all the looks, and he goes to the Raiders and was bounced out within two years. He was gone. Um. Well, thank you for that. That was very all right. insightful. First, I, friend, I hope Ma, everybody enjoyed it so guru, far. I mean, the guru. Um. We have some breaking news to announce here. Uh, so the Ravens uh, made another offer to Lamar Jackson today. Um, the offer did include money that was north of $200 million for five years. It did not match Jalen Hurts' contract. It was less, but it was similar in guaranteed money, and it was over $200 million Offer. offered. offered that to who? To Lamar Jackson. Okay. And he turned it down. What? So the Raiders offer him. How much was it? Uh, Hertz got $179.3 million in guaranteed. Okay. Lamar was offered $175 million guaranteed. And he turned it down. Essentially, that's that's what we're that's what we're reading so far. It's not perfect. Ironclad, it's not right. ironclad, right. and it's not confirmed. Confirmed. Well, I, I, that, that's I off the table. I will say this: and, and this is before they signed Garoppolo, obviously. And so that 175 million guaranteed. If he played through the contract until March 2026, so in the final year of the contract, it became $200 million guaranteed. They guaranteed him the last year of the contract so if he played until 2026. they $200 million dollars basically for how many years? Five. Five years. Mm-hmm. This was before the Jimmy Garoppolo? This was today. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so they're just oh, okay. telling Jimmy goodbye? or We're talking about the Ravens. Oh, I thought you said the Raiders. No, the Ravens. I thought, I thought you said the. Ravens. Jesus Christ! No, no I'm talking I about thought the, Ravens. You said the Raiders. The Ravens. They offered I him. You said the Raiders. I said the Ravens. You got to turn the fucking hearing aid. On. Oh God! So, <laughs> that's big, that's, big. That's a nice big contract, news. but do you, do you think they should have uh, offered him a little more than Jalen Hurts? Got? Absolutely not. Huh? Absolutely not. No. That's a very fair deal. That's a very fair deal for a guy who has been not very easy to negotiate with, has an injury history, is going to get injured again, and doesn't have an agent. (laughs) Right. And he's older than Hertz. You need an agent. Um, You're not going to get anywhere without an agent. One other piece of news that we're going to talk about right before we end. Uh, Pro Bowl – and in my opinion, top three safety in the NFL, Buda Baker has requested a trade from the Arizona Cardinals. Um, he and the team both have extremely strong and opposing views and both are mutually agreeing to part ways. Okay. Five well, time pro bowler, Buda Baker. I'm sorry, if you're the I'll Arizona tell you Cardinals. What, watch watch out for Cincinnati making a play here. Shit. They if gotta we- they gotta replace the, the, the man that was there. I'm sorry. If you're the Cardinals, I don't know how you let this guy go. This guy's a guy that that you lock up for life. Production. You constantly get production from him. You know, he doesn't seem like the type of guy who wants to go through a rebuild. No. So I'm sure that's part of the reason why this is going on. Uh, And I think you're going to see more of this come out of Arizona between him, D-Hop, JJ Watt retiring. All of the guys who can get out of there are going to get out of there right now. Let me tell you something about the Cardinals right now. They're in a bad I don't shakes. see how a team you go back 2 years ago, was there any team on the rise like the Cardinals? No. No. I mean, my god, the whole no. thing just fell apart. And then all of a sudden, Cliff Kingsbury basically just pooped in his pants. <laughs> I I I don't even know Absolutely. what you could say, dude. Yeah. They they Kyler Murray. I I I don't know if everybody was pointing a finger at Kyler Murray Obviously, Kingsbury was the I was, was the inconsistency yeah. there. Always been a not, not to guy. say that Murray's not a prima donna, because from what I've seen and heard, he sounds like one of those guys that is very uh, uh, Russell Wilson-ish. Just weird. <laughs> Just weird. <laughs> He's a weirdo. Weirdo. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that one will be interesting. Uh, Buddha Baker. I mean, if he if he hits the trade market, that's he's instantly the biggest trade candidate there is. I mean, he might. Honest to God, he there might. There's gonna be every team, Buffalo. Every team. Tell me he wouldn't fit into Buffalo. Thirty one other teams would want. Buffalo needs to replace Tamar. I don't think Lamar is playing football this year. Do you? Is he? No, I think he, he did say he was going to try to come back. I I, I think Lamar Jackson's playing for them this year, and they're gonna they're gonna. Who? I think he's going to sign that deal. Lamar Jackson. DeMar? You oh. No, DeMar. Why are, we talk, why are we talking about DeMar Hamlin? Well, because I said that uh, Buda Baker would fit in good. And uh, I mean, They're you're comparing wrong. Buda Baker and DeMar. DeMar Hamlin's. DeMar Hamlin, oh, they they gotta replace God bless him. his soul, couldn't carry. Yeah. I mean, they, they got to replace him. Yeah. Buda is Baker, he, he perfect he's guy. He's trying to play this year. They don't know that he's not playing yet. I know he, he said he wants to come back. I don't see it happening. God bless you, kid. Do you know him personally? Take the money and run. <laughs> what? Anyways, uh, also one more piece of news: Raiders running back Josh Jacobs and Jaguars tight end Evan Ingram both would like new deals before the season, and they have not signed their franchise tenders and will not report for voluntarily off voluntary off-season program. That's garbage. Nobody goes to that anyway. So they join Lamar and Saquon to do that. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening thank to another you. episode of the Tipped Balls podcast and thank you for watching us live on YouTube. Um we do not I, I am not making comments on the Bud Light situation at this time. Anyways, uh but but Bud Light. We won't be drinking any Bud Light up here. Anyways, make we sure drink to follow Medello here. We, yeah, we drink Modelo okay. here. Uh People we, la raza. We, we drink Modelo. Cerveza. Make sure to follow our socials, Instagram and Twitter at TipBalls, TikTok at TipBalls Podcast. If you're watching us on YouTube, please subscribe and remember to ring the notification bell so you get updates on when we're going live because it's never the time that we post on Instagram. It's usually 15, 20 minutes later than that. But if I post it 15, 20 minutes later, we'll be on time that day. So it's sometime <laughs> around 2 o'clock. Oh, shit. Thank you guys so much for listening and watching. We will be back again next week with all of our pre-draft stuff, more free agency talk, more draft talk, all of it, before we get into the draft next Thursday. And if you're in Detroit, come join us at the draft party. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week. Am okay. I perfect?